Loneliness is a really hard thing. It can be a killer. It's crazy how we can be in a room full of people or sitting with the person that we love and who is our total life partner and still feel incredibly alone. But what I've found is that many women either don't believe their situations can be fixed in this regard when it can or stay suffering because they just don't know how to change things for themselves. Well, in today's episode, you're going to get just that. Learn how to make your husband, your best friend, super close. Let's get into it. Hello, alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at the Mindful Muslima Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslima, licensed educator of 20 years, mom of five, big sister in the community, helping our women learn how to balance that tough thing of being a modern day Muslima and um, and actually like living that life of modernity while still preserving and being true to our beliefs in the Quran and Sunnah. Right? We help women on this podcast grow and thrive. Right? We help women become women of impact because we know you have so many really good questions and nobody to ask them to. And that's why we've been connecting with so many of you guys. And I just want to say, first of all, I haven't said this in a long time. Thank you so much to all the people who leave us reviews. It is something, honestly, where I sit there and I read them personally, one by one. Sometimes it's hard to tell who wrote them because I have really tricky names like Fox 22. And I'm like, I don't know who that is to say thank you. So I can't actually send you a DM. So I just wanted to send a one-time thank you so much. I read them. They mean the world. And if you didn't know, because a lot of women don't always know this, you can leave us a review. If you feel this like podcast has actually been impacting your life and you leave me a review and lets other people see that this is a place of value. Like this is a real place because there's so many spaces on the internet that are not real. Let's keep it real. And so it lets people know that they can get real help here. And for every single person that gets help after you have suggested that help to them, you take reward for every single way they benefit. And I cannot think of a better way to spread the love and do good in the easiest way possible while reaping the hugest reward. So thank you so much. And if you haven't already, do feel free to leave one. It helps other women so much. All right. Thank you guys for that. Just wanted to say, lastly, before we dive right in, very excited. Our book club starts this Sunday. In fact, if you're listening to this podcast right now on a Friday, we have just opened the doors and let the women in, the hundreds of women that have signed up for our international book club. The book is, for all the women that keep asking, Ideal Muslima, super famous, super huge. And if you don't already know, this book covers all the different facets. It goes into you and Allah, your relationship with you and yourself, you and your spouse, you and your siblings or parents, community. It basically teaches you how to deal with every relationship you've ever dealt with, including your own relationship with yourself and how to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, the cool thing about our book clubs is they are 100% free and it is a way to get live access to me every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with a bunch of other women all sitting around chatting about the juiciest stuff you always wanted to. And the fact that it's international, honestly, I enjoy it so much because I can hear one idea and the perspective of so many women from so many different countries. I cannot find this anywhere else. It is absolutely amazing because the women that join 
make it amazing. It's really true. And that's why we find that the same women come back over and over and over. Now, here's the thing. We only leave it at capacity at a certain point. We can't let so many women in because then it will honestly not make it very enjoyable. So we do cut it at a certain level. And if you're listening today, we are probably cutting it within 24 to 48 hours. We're letting those last couple women just come on in and inshallah business that it will be closed. The link is below in the show notes. Don't forget to get in. All right. Um, you could pause it now. You can pause this podcast. And we'll be right here waiting. You can pause, um, go and put your name on the thing. You can pause, leave us a quick review, come right back. I do, I do it for podcasters that I love all the time. I do it for sessions and groups and clubs that I do. I know I'm going to get busy later, so I pause it right there. So if you want to take a second, more than welcome. Last announcement, October 19th is our Marriage Boost class. More than welcome. You'll hear me reference things that will be explained in even greater detail today about how to get connected with your husbands. And when I asked on Instagram, that was one of the major things women said. So I am so excited to get into it, into this podcast, just a bit of it. We're going to do so much more, like I said, in that free class. Link below to get in that one as well, the master class. And I'm doing lives, if you don't already know, um, probably on Tuesdays and Thursdays, super early in the morning, U.S. time, 7 a.m. So if you have a nice drive into work in the car, you can get right in on us and talk to us live with everybody else today. No, is it Monday? I had a super special guest that was unannounced, which was a guy that ended up showing up and going live with me totally by accident and taking a walk with me down the road. I, I did not intentionally do it obviously but it was it was a bit of a funny moment and um, you can catch it on my instagram it's probably still there in the feed so anyway let's dive in today to the topic which is how to make your husband your best friend it's it's kind of crazy how your life changes when you go from being completely lonely to this and this is something i feel really excited to share with you guys um i had friends who saw me suffer in my own personal marriage, the one before this one, the one where I didn't know how to get married the right way, but then a lot taught me, which is now what I teach to so many of you guys. And the other thing is, um, I honestly chose personally to walk out of that marriage. I was the one who ended it because I realized that um, I had done everything and it wasn't possible. Then when I went into the marriage that I have now, I made sure, and this is what I want women to know, like the huge reason I'm so literally passionate about this. I made sure that I learned the better way because I suffered really bad. And you have heard probably in my previous podcast, if you've followed me, you know, things about divorce, like how that divorce made me cry every single day. And so what I want you to know is in this podcast, we're going to cover, um, how it is possible to be close to your husband, even if he's like, a guy that culturally in your culture doesn't share feelings, doesn't want to be with you, touchy-feely. We know how that works in certain cultures. I'm not going to name out any particular parts of the world, but that's like a cultural common thing. It's nothing against those men, but it is just a different preference. So I can understand why some women feel that way, that, you know what, it's just not going to work out for me. You don't know my husband. But there was a couple sisters, and I'll mention some today in different stories or my own story, that it did work for them even when they thought it was impossible. For example, case in point, there was a sister named Dahlia who felt that particular way until she realized that she kept making poor moves in her marriage and never got anywhere until 
she learned a better way of interacting with her husband. And I think that's that's really all it takes. I, I know that's all it takes most of the time because women don't always know how to connect with their husband. They do what makes sense to them. But here's the thing, guys are not us. So guys do not take the same approach as us. So it's totally normal that you would not know what to do. So what you're doing right now might be turning him off, whether some guys will tell you like, whatever, go away, leave me alone. And some guys won't tell you that directly. Hey, that's irritating or unattractive or not turning me on or not making me want to be closer to you. They're not going to like actually say that. They're just going to respond in ways that are extremely hurtful by pushing us away or being distant or not connecting. And we know how horrible that feels, right? So once Dahlia learned the better way, um, you know, because she had said, you know what, enough is enough. I'm tired of arguing all the time, never being treated the way I deserve. And, and I'm and I'm like, what else could I lose? It can't get any worse. Learn the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala suggested by the Quran and Sunnah. Absolutely. At this point, I'm open to anything. So she didn't even like do it willingly necessarily. She kind of almost did it out of this desperation, which is fine. It doesn't matter if you're doing it willingly or because you're at your last straw. What matters is that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala basically gives away the secrets in the Quran and Sunnah, exactly how to win the heart of your husband and be very close to one another, which is earnestly what I feel like I have with my husband. And by the way, my husband is, it's not because like, we were born that way. Oh, I met this guy and he met me. We just clicked. And then no, 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 no. This is from using particular tools, sister. Like I have a husband who is from a culture that is the polar opposite of my culture. If we say always go right, he says never go right, must go left. Like whatever it is, it was completely opposite. But here's the beautiful thing about Islam. If you can get on the same page with your husband Islamically in regards to love, marriage, communication, it doesn't matter how he was raised. It doesn't matter how you're raised. You always come back to this central connecting piece. And that's one thing we were able to agree on and work on. And it was a work in progress until now, X amount of years later, over a decade to two decades, like we now have it where we just look at each other and we're like, we're doing that thing that we used to do back in the day. And then we got better at, now we're doing it again. Like we're regressing, right? And you're like, all right, so let's let's handle it better. Like we're, we're able to, to mindfully stop one another and do it a better way, which is where you want to be. Because problems will always come. It's just like, how do you handle them? How do you agree on handling them together? So what was Dahlia doing wrong that made her and her husband be disconnected? Well, one, she was almost pushing him or forcing him to talk. And two, she wasn't, talking to him in a way that was exactly oh, my uh, alarm. Sorry about that, guys. My, uh, it wasn't talking to him in a way that was attractive to him. In fact, it was a turnoff, but she didn't see it as a turnoff and she didn't realize because she didn't know how guys work. And that's really, really important. So I want you to know today, we're going to get into just that. And how do we do that exactly? So there isn't enough time in this particular podcast to go into the depths of every single thing you need to do. But we're going to start to cover today is why you need to do it, first of all, because it's the way your husband works. And then we're going to get into a bit of the secrets. We're going to start to dabble in it. 
but the depth of it, I'm going to go into that, into that free class because I'll have a bit more time. I'll have visuals. I'll be able to show you pictures and I'm a very visual person. I know a lot of you guys are too. And it's less of just somebody chatting at you. It's going to be a live interactive session. You can ask questions. I can show you things. It'll be so much more fruitful. So I'll go into the depths of it now, but for now, let's definitely, definitely dive right into how to get a bit closer to our goal. And I can relate so much to this idea of hopelessness when things get really hard with your husband and things get difficult because what I can say is myself, you know, I went through my own things in my first marriage. A lot of you guys know that I was divorced and I lost a good seven years of my life. I couldn't remember a day when I didn't cry or feel depressed or I wasted one of the most precious commodities that I had in my life, time. Worse yet, I dragged my kids through my difficult marriage. I can't go back and change things, but I can sure help other women not suffer as I did. And that's why I'm so happy that you're here. Because I didn't realize how much I needed to believe that Allah could help me and that things could get better. So today I want to unlock the keys to making your husband your best friend. There are some what we call preliminary keys. And then there's going to be like the more specific stuff that I'll get into in the class. So today I want to get you started on that stuff so we can start to get our mindset shifted around our husband, and how possible things are and where we can start within ourselves, even if we feel he's not super receptive, he's not in the place where he cares and all that type of stuff. I totally get you and I understand what you're going through and I want to just tell you a really easy place and a safe place and a productive place to start. So I'm just going to give you the beginning of that today. The first one is increase in your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so you can have the barakah in your marriage that it's meant to have. A lot of people hear that, right, from people, oh, you know, believe in Allah, be close to Allah. I don't mean to say it facetiously like that, but people take it lightly when every single help you have is from Allah. And if we are... Um, not having that help right now, if we're feeling helpless and hopeless, this is only from shaitan. And because we're not close to Allah, He is able to work His way with us. And it is a very serious thing. Shaitan will spiral us into depression and hopelessness and helplessness and feeling Allah has left us. And what's the point anyway? If this is your feeling and your attitude, be very careful, my sister. This is very much from shaitan. Yes, we can get into mental health issues and depression, all those things. But there's like this other thing that's happening also, which is the waswas of shaitan for those who are far from Allah. So the very first thing you need to do is increase in your relationship with Allah. We're going to be talking a lot about that in the book club when we do it. We have the free book club. I told you guys before, if you want to make sure you get on it, because the first place we start with how to fix all the relationships in our life is where? Where we fix the very most first important relationship. So that is my first key to unlocking your husband as giving you the love you want and being your best friend. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the turner of hearts. And he has the key for your husband in ways that you don't, I don't, no one else does. Number two, be your own best friend first. Love your husband out of devotion to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not out of desperation and needing of being loved. It is such a different experience for you and for your husband. Truly, listen to this. He doesn't 
complete you like in the movies. Okay. I know this is very romantic Hollywood stuff. We are watching too many Korean dramas, ladies, <laughs> watching too many Hollywood movies about love. He doesn't complete you like they say in Jerry Maguire. Okay. It is not like that with real love. Okay. This is and maybe an unhealthy le level of love. It's good to, it's good to, you know, enjoy love with somebody else. But for them to complete you or for their happiness, like only if you're good with him, can you be happy? All that stuff is nonsense, okay? That's not healthy, it's not sustainable, and it's painful, in fact. And I think you know that already, right? And many of us know it all too well. Aren't you tired of living your best day based on your partner's mood or how good you guys are getting along? It's crippling. Yeah, I know. My story of crying. Do you want to know what changed my life? There was a pivotal moment in my life where I was basing my happiness every day on how friendly my husband and I were together, how loving we were with one another. I was basing my happiness. There was one day in particular I was sitting in my apartment just as I did. And I was sitting there and I was crying as I would do usually every day because I had a very difficult relationship in my first marriage because of so many things that I could say I could blame on him, but I now blame also on myself for allowing and putting up with and staying with even though it wasn't good. And that I had complete control of, right? And that's why I'm thinking this is important to talk about here. And so subhanAllah, I was crying. I remember vividly, not like I remember everything in my life. You know, we have some memories that they're just like strong. My daughter coming up behind me and rubbing my back. She's five years old at max. Rubbing my back and saying, mommy, it'll be okay. Don't cry, mommy. It'll be okay. Ya Rabb. To have your child come up to you, it's a very humbling experience. Because I, in that moment, felt like a complete failure, a failure in my marriage, and now a failure as a mother. I was supposed to protect and care for and control, uh, console, excuse me, and be the rock of strength for my child. And here she is, a baby, nonetheless, consoling me and being my rock. Something had to change here. Life is upside down. And that really did it to me. It made me say, this is not fair, not only to myself and how I'm allowing my heart to be ripped here and there, but also for my children. So my, my um, advice to mothers who are going through this, where they feel sad about their relationship with their husband and themselves, and they want him just to love them, and, uh, and I get it. You're absolutely deserving of every love you're describing and desiring. But be very careful also for how you're allowing that to control you and then affect your children to the point where your children are becoming weak and seeing you in a position of weakness and that they're just taking notes. How do I say this? The female daughter is taking notes on how to expect to be loved by her husband and how to feel as a woman usually by her husband. This is a very serious thing that many therapists, psychologists, you know, everyone across the board will go into and say are just 
timeless experiences for them that are incredibly impactful in a negative way. So you want to be really, really conscious that what we're going through, we need to cycle disruption, okay? And in, and I needed to invest in myself. I knew I needed to stop this where it was because it wasn't going to not just be good for me. It wasn't going to be good for my kids. So we have to build connections and build grid bridges with our husband, but we have to be in a good place with ourselves first. We have to find our strength, face our demons, start living for real, not based on other people and how they deal with you, right? I got help from a mentor, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, at the time. I happened to be studying Quran and other things. And one of my teachers, one of my mentors, I found my voice, my purpose, my happiness, and I was excited to wake up in the morning. I stopped letting the criticism of my husband or the state of my relationship determine my mood for the day. It was liberating. So my first advice, or my second advice, excuse me, my first was to increase in your relationship with Allah, increase your prayers and all that for the reasons that Allah is the turner and the, of your husband's heart before you are. He created him by his flesh, by everything. He is his creator. So he can intercede for you in ways that you cannot on your own in terms of this love, right? To, to increase the love between you, right? As we say, So we want to go to Allah, the source first, before relying just on ourselves, relying on other people. And then we have to find this place within ourselves where we make sure our own heart is healthy. We're not... Um, idolizing or loving our husband to levels where we're finding sadness in ways that we only should feel sad if we're out of love from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These are levels of love in emotion in terms of that, that only we should attribute to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, never even to your own husband in that level to be so, 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 so sad. The good believer, sisters, he's, he or she is never sad in that regard. They're never sad and they get to these depths of levels of sadness because their husband is unhappy with them. You know, this is or, or, or not loving them the way. These are the secret counsels from shaitan in order to cause grief to the believer. And this is from the Quran 58.10. So I want you to know, do not pay attention to sadness. What are you grieving over, sisters? Are you grieving over something concerning your religion? If you're grievous over something from worldly affairs, from your husband and the loss of love for him, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is better recompensed for every type of loss. As long as your heart is attached to Allah, you will not grieve over such things. He will fill your heart with trust and confidence and satisfaction and happiness. So this is just a reminder about that in relation to that. And the last point for today that I want to say. And by the way, I, I didn't mention this. Some people are going to say, okay, wait a minute. I want to feel good about that. I've tried to do that on my own. I want to be close to Allah. Um, I want to fix these emotional difficulties in myself. So I want to address that really quick and, and not pretend like that's an easy task because I know it's not. But this is why we teach that also from our um, ourselves for Mindful Muslimah because we know that emotional mastery understanding how to master your thoughts before they get toxic, how to then, you know, in turn master your emotions and in turn your actions and your life, it starts with the thoughts. It starts with the emotions. So first go to Allah, solidify that relationship with Allah. But then for yourself, you have to make sure that you are understanding because so many of your um, struggles are in your head and in your emotions. So we do help women with that. Many of you 
have joined us for the um, emotional mastery program that we do with women. If you need to talk in that regard, DM me, okay, on Instagram at Mindful Muslima. We have plenty of tools that are free to help you with that. It is a skill set that you learn and anyone can learn it, no matter what your situation. By the help of Allah, anyone can learn these things. I'm here if you need, but it's that last piece of the puzzle. I want to get into it now, which is to number three, treat your relationship with him as an obligation to Allah and do all that you can to learn about what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala needs from you in this relationship and not what your husband needs first. Like that I'm going to teach and go into in the program that we have. I'm going to do all of that. How to meet his needs, get your husband to feel love, you know, more attracted to you and love. There's certain things you can definitely do that I know our women are not doing. There's certain things that, because no one taught us. It's not like by our own fault, right? And then there's certain things that we can do to increase the love between us. Like there's so many things, but we all feel hopeless and helpless. So my huge message to you today is one, don't feel hopeless and helpless. Okay. By Allah, anything is possible. Okay. And then if we want to think about what are the ways we should start to increase this best friend relationship without even touching the husband yet, which I will go into even more about the very specific way you can talk to him, the way you can dress for him, the way you can do everything to get him to feel very much close to you and have the love that you want. There are definite things that we can do. I have personally done them. I have taught them to my own daughters and they do them. And I I've taught them to many other women. But at the end of the day, first things first, sisters. Because if we don't do this first, it's like a house, right? You can put the beautiful wallpaper. We all do DIY stuff, Instagram, beautiful house. I look at stuff all the time too, right? Beautiful wallpaper, awesome couches, you know, great this and that. If we don't set a clear foundation and there is a crack in the foundation of a house, did you know? Did you know? Because I had to at one point go into house hunting. Did you know that there's a crack in that entire foundation? You have to leave that abode. It is, has to be left because it is completely unlivable because of the dangers of the crack. And I'm talking a serious crack in the foundation. So many of us have cracks in our aqidah. We have cracks in the way that we, we look at the way things are supposed to be in our deen, in our relationships, in our marriage. There are huge cracks. So let's first make sure our foundation is solid, ladies. And that's why I talked about that today. And then, inshallah, as you join us for the Marriage Boost Program, I will go into the details of exactly how to get into him. But if you don't do this precursor, it is not the same experience. If you need help with the emotional piece, I'm here. We have free resources um, on our website. And inshallah, business ala, many of you know I talk about morning priming. I'm going to even make um, in the future now new YouTube videos to redo them. Some of mine are a bit old, um, to be honest. But inshallah, ta'ala, this is the third thing to, to deal with it in terms of obligation to Allah. So in closing, I just really, really want to emphasize that we need to ask ourselves, what is holding us back? Really, is it because our husband doesn't love us. See, that might have nothing to do with it, but that's how we're making it, translating it to ourselves. Or I'm not attractive enough. Or, you know, he he's he should be like this, but it's just not possible. Or maybe this, we're starting to lose this hopelessness. So many sisters call me and just say, sisters, I just want hope. I just want clarity that things might be fixable, might be okay. I just want to know if my marriage is at its end. But I want to ask a sister, before we get to that conversation, are we doing enough? Are we pursuing our relationship with Allah truly? Can we like say that with 
true confidence? Are we investing in ourselves and finding out how to control our emotions and how to control the way we manage every single conversation and our deep, dark thoughts? And are we knowledgeable enough about what a good marriage looks like? How could I have a good marriage if I don't know what it looks like according to the Quran and Sunnah? It's like, you know those recipes you get in the recipe book when they don't have a picture? You ever tried to follow those recipes? You feel like, okay, okay, I'm following the steps. Step one, crack the egg. Step two. But if you had a picture of what that cake should look like when you were done making it, sculpting it, adding all the color, doing everything you're supposed to do, wouldn't having a picture be so much more beneficial? We want to give that to all of you. We want to paint that picture of what the beautiful marriage could and should look like and the steps on how to get there. So, so excited to bring that to you guys when we do that in the free masterclass and entire program as we get that kicked off and very excited to finally bring light to that because we do not see that anywhere. We see a lot of lectures and things on YouTube and never alluding to it, but never quite being clear. And that's what we are excited to bring to you guys. In the meantime, what should you be doing? Working on your relationship with the law, digging deep into yourself. If you need me, DM me on Instagram and thinking about, do I really know enough to say I know what a good marriage looks like? Too many of us are depending on whatever we saw in our home by our parents, which most of us are not so happy with and don't want to repeat some good things in there, but usually not ideal. So what are we doing about it? You know, so alhamdulillah, don't forget to get with us in the book club, the free book club. Excited to talk and chat with y'all regularly. Then excited to see you guys in the class. Don't forget to go down and register while the wait list is still open. And I will see you in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.